This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast. This interview today is a little more special. Um, we are talking to Lynn Paxton from the Eastern Museum of Motor Racing today. And I went to this museum, I think, once when I was six years old, when I was in Pennsylvania, and I loved it. That's been a while. I don't remember all of it, uh, but he's going to tell us a little bit more about it today. How are you doing? Good. Um, my first question for you is, how did you get into your job at the Eastern Museum of Motor Racing? I've, I've been through every position. We have a new group that's, uh, I, I kind of got us for the last 40 years, and we got a new group that's going to get us in the next 40 years. So it's kind of how we, we're doing it right now. Uh, Allison uh, Kreiser is our our executive uh, director now, and she's a young lady who grew up at Silver Spring Speedway. Her father was Alan Kreiser, the promoter, and, and uh, she went to college for this type of thing, and, and she is uh, leading us into the, the next 40 years, and uh, doing a great job. That's great. Great to hear that the museum seems like it's heading in the right direction, and what is the goal of the museum, really? I mean, it, it can be a broad answer, it can be specific, but what is the well, overarching goal? Is, uh, we're here to preserve the racing history. Central Pennsylvania has always been very rich in racing history. Well, we're talking three, four generations now, and uh, I think it's important that that we preserve that history. And uh, in essence, that's what we do. Uh, our name, Eastern Museum of Motor Racing, means that we're interested in in all of the Eastern United States. So it's not just Central Pennsylvania. We we kind of encompass uh, anybody that came in here and did well. And uh, that, that's that's our goal is the public of what you're inspired for. There is so much history in racing in Pennsylvania and all across uh, the Northeast. Everybody always talks about the South as a racing hotbed, but in the Northeast, there are so many just rabid fans and a lot of great tracks across uh, across there. Um, well, it's, uh, it's a brand new thing. I mean, <laughs> I remember when I going to the races and my first dates were that's where I took them to the races and that happens uh, your parents were race fans well you went with them and, and your first uh, date was usually to the races so it's just something that generation after generation after generation and I, I hope you it's, uh, I, I do, too. Um, I got to talk with uh, Jason McCann from the Clinton County Speedway um, a few weeks ago, and he talked a lot about how Pennsylvania specifically is um, a place where racing might not be the first thing you think of, but it is such a family thing there, a generational thing that kind of carries on. It is. 
Um, you have a lot of great items in the museum, but what would you say are the some of the best ones that you've seen in there, and, and what are your favorite ones? Uh, we have probably over 50 racing engines. Uh, and the displays, some of the, my favorites, first of all, I was a big Tommy Hendricks fan uh, back in the 50s. And, and uh, we have uh, his garage, the first filter museum. He never threw anything away. When he went down and pulled everything out of his garage and moved it up to the museum. So we have that display there, which is all his original stuff. Uh, now, normally it would be with the Miracle Power Special, but the Miracle Power is on loan to the Easter out to Knoxville, the Spring Car Hall of Fame. So he won't be back for another month. So right now we have another car in there. Also, uh, Hiram Hillegas is a car builder from Allentown, Pennsylvania, who built midget sprint cars. He built all kinds of cars, all hand-built, hand-powered aluminum. He was from Allentown, and we have a display of his old stuff in, in one area. Another display that we just put in is the John Gerber display. Uh, John Gerber was from Davenport, Iowa. He was uh, an outlaw racer in the 20s and 30s when nobody knew what an outlaw was. And uh, we have, uh, Homestead is still in Davenport, Iowa. Jim, his son is 89 years old, still lives. The shop is, is exactly the same as it was back in the 30s. Uh, we, we brought two of the cars in here. We have the one dryer, the 28 dryer that he's going to run at Indy. And we have the old Bobtail that he raced back in the 20s and 30s. It was just about unbeatable. We have that with the original trailer and everything. So we've got some really neat displays. Our displays, uh, like the Midgets, we have a lot of Mario and Jenny, uh, cars in there. Uh, we have the, the quarter major, the three quarter major that he started his career in. We have, uh, the Midget he won three races in one day in. Uh, what we try to do is sell up from early up to the latest car we have in. Sprint cars, we have that from very early up to the latest. So we got a hundred years of sprint car racing in there. We also have quite just for drag racing. We've got a engine wall where we I think we've got uh, 40 engines from the, from the Model T up right up to the modern Chevy V8. Now we're 20 horsepower to 100 horsepower. That's 100 years, and then we have everything in between. Upstairs, we have our stock car area. We have some NASCAR area. Uh, we have our Indy car area. We have land cars, we have motorcycles, and we've got a tremendous research library. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a, we get people that come in to our tour, and they're all there all, all day, and they can't see it all. It's, uh, it's amazing how much stuff is really there, and we keep expanding. That's great. I remember the one car that, that I remember sitting in specifically from the my visit there was uh, a Daryl Waltrip uh, Junior Johnson era Gatorade car, or maybe that wasn't Junior Johnson. Maybe that was when he was still with uh, Diegard, but um, I remember sitting in that car. Yeah. Yeah. There, and we also have the car that replaced it. So we have two of those 
golf carts there. Wow, that that is a certainly would be one to uh, to look at. And I love that you mentioned Mario Andretti. Um, I got to speak with Mario a few weeks ago, talked to him on the show, and and he talked a lot about um, you know his experience in Pennsylvania racing. If you didn't know, Mario Andretti still lives in Nazareth, Pennsylvania, but he started his career out there. He built an old Hudson Hornet with his brother Aldo, and they raced it um, well, at the track. Oh yeah. First open wheel ride. Wow, I think I think so open wheel racing turned out okay for him. <laughs> I would say, I would say, yeah. Uh, we also have the line car, the original champ car that he won his first uh, champ race in. We have that also. Wow, that is quite the collection. My my last question for you, sir. Um, what is your favorite? moment memory from your time at the museum what is the one thing that you take away oh boy i enjoy uh when people come in and they have uh, a little information on a relative or somebody where we can take them through and, and give them more information in other words so we i've got daughters that came down and didn't know much about their father and uh, they were thrilled to death when they saw them that's awesome that you guys do that. Um, that would be, be a great way to, to help people and, and also just to educate, uh, or sorry, educate people on the history of their family and motor racing in general. Um, where can everybody find you both on the internet and physically? awesome thank you so much for coming on the show and and anybody not sure if they want to go or not do it i i barely remember my visit there but what i remember was great yeah free admission <laughs> absolutely get out there to the eastern museum motor racing sir thank you so much for joining us today All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.